1: We'll talk with uh, our good buddy Gary Ellerson, my partner for the Green Eagle postgame show, and also from 1250 a.m., our flagship station out of Milwaukee. GE, how you been, buddy?
2: Good, buddy. How are you feeling today?
1: I am doing well. So I I wanted to ask you uh, with everything that's gone on, and we talked about our predictions at the beginning of the season, and the top of the NFC, where do you find the Packers in all this? Because I start to look <laughs> at predictions for the Super Bowl, and I'm like, okay, there's Seattle, there's uh, New Orleans, there's Tampa Bay, and there's Green Bay. That That's my top four.
2: Right, fluid situation um, all the way around, and, and it changes week by week. Um, I, I, I still like Tampa, regardless of what happened to them against the New Orleans Saints here over the weekend. I just think they, they have the best team. But you look at the New Orleans Saints, they've beaten them twice, so they're sitting in the driver's seat now. Uh, over in in that division, so but I, I still like Tampa. Um, I, I think the Packers to me are are number two, and then I think you got a host of team. You got three more teams, just throw them in there, right? Saints, mm-hmm. the Hawks, Cardinals are playing some good football. Kyler Murray could be an MVP candidate. He's playing really well, so. Those would be my top five teams. Uh, Outside of that, maybe Chicago, but they can't score any points, and the defense is still pretty good. But uh, you you look at the Rams, they're they're playing some pretty good football. I just haven't seen the Rams enough this year to to really get a good read on them, but you know what they got from years past, uh, Aaron Dunham, that their defense is still going to be pretty good. Their offense is still scoring points, but I just had not seen enough of them.
1: So, uh, when you talk about the Packers getting back and getting healthy, Lazard should be coming back soon. Obviously, Aaron Jones is back. You hope to get Bakhtiari back, who is practicing. At full strength, how good is this offense?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Lazard then comes back, helps out MVS, right? He goes back to the number three wide out. He could remain your deep threat. I think then you get a little bit more comfortable with that. I think you look at the tight end position. Uh, they're set there. Uh, I think Sternberger's coming on. He's playing a little bit better. Uh, Mercedes Lewis is, is the guy that's going to lead them. He's going to be a blocker. Tunyon has had a couple good games. Uh, but most certainly, I think uh, Aaron Jones just came back last week. He looks good. You're going to get Jamal Williams back because of the COVID situation. And, it, and you know, they their, their offense looks pretty good. When it's running good and Rodgers is running it, I mean, it's a well-oiled machine. Their offense that can take – um, some time off the clock, which helps out their defense.
1: Defensively speaking, uh, I saw a little bit more out of Preston Smith. Uh, what can you gain out of watching that game last Thursday night?
2: Um, I I, guess, I still think it's a it's a big win for them, right? I mean, anytime you can win without your you know with with back Kevin King didn't play. I mean, they they were still without starters. Anytime you can go in and get a victory like that bill i think is i think it's huge i mean a lot of people want to make light of it because because of the opponent but i don't it, it's tough to get wins right now in the nfl so I mean, especially in this pandemic covid type situation everything is just so last minute like you know jamal williams and you look at him last minute all of a sudden he's there and then the next moment he's not playing so i think you gotta give the packers a lot of credit for getting that win
1: Uh, which I look I agree look they went on the road they beat Kyle Shanahan they finally beat San Francisco they were banged up they had COVID I mean there's a lot of issues there and granted Garoppolo wasn't playing and 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 uh, Kittle wasn't playing and Bosa wasn't playing I understand all that but nobody's crying for a team because they have injuries you know what I mean I mean, I, I just think that they finally went on the road and got a win and checked a lot of the boxes so now you look at the rest of their schedule what's the most significant team that they have left to play would it be Chicago and then Tennessee maybe
2: well, the Bears twice, right? Yeah. Um, um, Tennessee at the end of the year, but that may not be uh, a big issue because uh, Tennessee's playing some pretty good football right now too. But um, so you may not see players you want to see in that that the, that last game. But yeah, I would I would say it's probably going to be Chicago twice and. You know, if they can go and beat them. I and mean, that, that's a rivalry game. It's always going to be tough. I mean, a lot of people talking about that Vikings game. Remember Bill early on? Mm-hmm. And people say, well, the Packers are going to beat them. This is that. I said, I mean, listen, just like the Bears game, the Viking game was a rivalry game. Those guys get to play that game. It means a little bit more to them. So, uh, those two games against Chicago is going to be pretty big.
1: How much uh, do you think not having fans in the stands has affected this team?
2: I think it affected them big time. I think when you um, – you look at the Green Bay Packers, you think about the history of the Packers. They're owned by the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not you're not able to go and see. I talked to our good friend Mike Clemens, and Mike took a video. I've got a video of Mike and I um, coming to one of the games. I think I picked him up on the street corner somewhere. and it was just so remind it was like two or three years ago, and just reminded mm-hmm. me of just how, festive everything is around there then Mike took a video going, coming down the same road over there by crowsville coming down right. that same road over there and nobody's out there I mean you and I I haven't been out there I don't know what it looks but that that's got to be like just the weirdest sight the weirdest feel ever
1: yeah what well, driving in and not having right? traffic. Nothing. because it used to be you'd leave you know I would leave like four and a half five hours before a game well, to get there well,
2: well, Bill, at a noon start. I mean, I think you leave like three three a.m., wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, I left like five in the morning, <laughs> six in the morning, because I hate traffic. But I would, I would leave like six hours ahead of the game, drive right. up for two hours. I'd get there four hours ahead and be able to go walk around and see things. And now when Mike's pulling in an hour before the game, and there's nobody there. Nobody. It just It's it's just got to be so weird. That's got to be. Uh, weird I just I, I can't imagine it. Um, hey, um, AFC wise, who are you liking in yeah. the AFC? Still Kansas
2: City and Pittsburgh. Yeah, I still like I still like Kansas City until somebody beat them. I think if you look at Pittsburgh, they're playing. Some, listen, uh, Buffalo right now. I'm starting. They starting to get on my radar a little bit, Bill. I don't know about you, yep. but after last week, the Bills are playing some pretty good fo- football. You look at the quarterback. He could, he could also be a MVP candidate. Uh, uh mm-hmm. in the league today, Josh so, Allen. Yeah, 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 he's playing some really good football over there in Buffalo. I uh
1: I I like. The Ravens defensively, I just don't mm-hmm. think offensively that uh, Lamar Jackson, I don't want to say they figured him out, but they're making him throw the football because if he runs the football, they know what he can do, but they're making him throw the football. He's not as accurate as he was last year. Tennessee I like because they got a run game and a decent defense. Right, right. Uh, but I, are you a believer in Indianapolis at all sitting at five and three?
2: They're sneaky good, uh, but no. Phillip Rivers just throw way too many interceptions for me, so I, I think that hurts them tremendously. Uh you talked about the Ravens a little bit. It seems like the Pittsburgh Steelers haven't figured out. I mean, they can pick them off anytime they want. Yeah. And yeah, I, I'm just not, their defense is still good, the Ravens. There always will be. Uh, but I'm still not just sold on them as a Super Bowl, Super Bowl contender. They're going to win like, what, 10, 11, 12 games. But I just don't know if they're going to be in the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, there's four teams at five and three. There's Indianapolis, Miami, Cleveland, and the Vegas Raiders. I'm not a believer in Cleveland, so I'm going to take them out of the mix. Right. I don't know which of those four teams, though, uh, the three remaining, the the Raiders – the Dolphins or the Colts to kind of believe in as a team that could possibly do a little damage in the postseason. I like Phillip Rivers, but his arm is nowhere near what it once was. And Miami's gone with Tua. He's given them uh, a little bit of an energy and a little bit of a spark. Maybe his energy takes them to it. But I still – Vegas is very creepy. They just – they keep winning and nobody's talking about them.
2: Right. And they're playing some good football. They want to run the football. They want to beat you up defensively. They're pretty good. Are uh, Gruden still getting fined like a million dollars over the course of the time? Because <laughs> right? he don't care. He doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. Man, I'm coaching football. I ain't got time to pull this thing up over my face. Right. Uh, so, yeah, but they're, they're a team that, uh, outside of teams, that's pretty tough. I mean, they've taken on that John Gruden personality. I mean, I, I just wouldn't write them off just that. You talk about the Titans. You know, they got a good run game. They're still going to be, be in it. Uh, Tannehill Hills resurrect his career. Now see, Bill. Here's the thing. And although Mitch Trubisky isn't playing yet, if Matt Nagy was to be really smart, he used Trubisky like they're using Tannehill in Miami. Mm-hmm. Now he didn't have Just, the weapons, of course. But I mean, right. that's the, he can't. Well, and right now Mitch is hurt. So I mean, he goes in one play last, well, week before last, and get hurt, hurt his shoulder. So he's right. going to be out. But Nick Foles is not the answer. But, yeah, standing in the AFC, I think you look at it, the Titans, they, they've got a good run game. Quarterback doesn't make a lot of mistakes. They're going to be around.
1: Then you said uh, if, if Matt Nagy was smart. Let's be honest. Matt Nagy tries <laughs> to be the smartest guy in the room and continually there you go. fails.
2: There you yeah, go. he does. That's what hurts him.
1: Gee, good stuff as always, and we'll talk more, okay? Talk to you on yeah. Sunday. Well,
2: let's do it Sunday, buddy.
1: All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. There you go. Mm -hmm. Gary Ellerson joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline, my partner for the Green and Gold Postgame Show. Don't forget the Green and Gold Postgame Show immediately following Green Bay and Jacksonville coming up this weekend. Uh, We're going to enjoy hopefully a a successful postgame show and then get you ready for the Bears uh, following that because that should be a good one. Coming up at Lambeau Field. Uh, Gary, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, go to schneiderjobs.com.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?